What's up, Achievers? It's me, your host and friend, Billy Power. Uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> oh boy. I think it's been I think it's been like six months since the last show, if I'm correct. Um, which is is crazy and I know a bit disappointing for those of you that uh enjoy the show. Um and uh happy 2019. <laughs> is it is June too too late to offer a happy new year? <laughs> it's almost July. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe too late. I don't know. But uh, happy new year nonetheless. And uh, if you're new to the program, welcome. For those of you that are longtime listeners, uh, you know that I'm working full-time and in college full-time. I am happy to report that I finished another successful semester with four A's. Uh, one of those is an A-, minus, <laughs> and that's a long story. And uh, B, uh, I got a B in Spanish, so I now have an average GPA of 3.87, which... Uh, you know, I got to say I'm pretty proud of. I've I worked hard for those grades and uh it's it's uh I'm pretty uh, stoked to I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's I don't want to sound prideful. I'm I worked hard for these grades and I'm happy that it's reflected in my GPA. Uh but only 3 more semesters to go. I'm taking 6 classes in the fall instead of 5, so that should be interesting. And uh, while Urban Achiever will continue far into the future, if I have anything to say about it, God willing, uh, it will continue, um, but it will be spotty throughout the school year. So, um, But I'm off for summer, and um, some shows are coming your way. I'm kicking it off uh, today with this Father's Day special episode, uh, and then I have two more interviews in the can for the coming weeks. Um, I'm not going to tell you what those are. They're kind of a surprise. Um, so I don't think I have too much else to say. You can continue to connect with the show on uh, Instagram and all that good stuff. Uh, you can write to me anytime at Billy at UrbanAchieverShow.com. Uh, now that all that's out of the way, let's get to the show. Back in March, uh, during spring break, my father passed away. Uh, it was surprising, but not totally. Uh, he'd been ill, and I believe this was his maybe 11th surgery uh, in a number of years. He was having a variety of issues with clogged arteries in his legs and trouble healing. And as it turns out, his heart, which was regulated by a pacemaker, was also in deep trouble. Um, his last surgery uh, was open heart surgery, 
which he made it through, but then his heart stopped the next day and he passed away. Um, I lost my mother when I was a teenager to multiple sclerosis, and I lost both of my grandparents who were like parents to me uh, over five years ago. So it's been uh, weird. It's been weird at 50 to have everybody gone. Uh, I do have a stepmother uh, who's still living and a sister uh, who lives with my stepmother as she's uh, developmentally disabled, as well as many wonderful aunts and uncles and cousins. And as I've said, many uh, dear friends uh, that I have who might as well be my family. (laughs) My friends are my family uh, in many respects. And uh, I'd like to thank, um, you know, Richters, the Richters, the Weibels, the Lewises, uh, the Martins, um, and uh, Solomons, and uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting some people. (laughs) Um, But those are the ones that come immediately to mind that have just helped me through this uh, past year. I I kind of alluded to in the last show to some things, but uh, my divorce was final uh, in January of this year. So I've been uh, mourning the loss of that relationship. And then, um, yeah. On top of that, to lose my father was uh, was difficult to say the least. Um, so my family was kind enough to wait until um, the school year was over for me to come out and have the memorial. So the memorial was last month, uh, May 18th. Uh, also, uh, Matt Johnson and Jim and Erica Fox was really grateful that they came uh, that was my only chance to see them was briefly at the memorial, and it meant so much to me that they came. Um, I've been putting off doing this show because I knew how difficult it was going to be, and uh, <laughs> it's it's as difficult as I had imagined. Um, in a minute, I'm going to play uh, my cousin Dylan uh, recorded uh, my comments at the uh, memorial, which I'm going to play for you. Um, Before that, I just thought very unscripted, like I would uh, just speak briefly about my father. My father was an incredible musician. Uh, He was someone that had perfect pitch. Uh, He could play literally anything. Uh, He could play anything in any style. Uh, As a high school teacher, I can remember growing up and he did these amazing rock musicals. They did like a Dracula rock musical and these other musicals, which he did all the score for and all the music for. Um, You know, he started me on piano when I was five uh, and... um, You know, music was just a part of my life for as long as I can remember, in great part due to my father. Um, He gave me, he had somehow through school or something inherited a bunch of vinyl records, which uh, he had given me, um, gave me my first stereo. Um, Like I mentioned, started me on piano at five, started me on trumpet later. Um, And and, uh, in addition to music, my uh, father was like a really huge lover of movies. Um, he took me to see Star Wars and Close Encounters and, and Jaws and, and, uh, so many movies growing up. Um, it always, it seemed like at one point that movies and music sort of went hand to hand. Um, and that my love of music and and movies continues to this day. Um, and that's, you know, in large part due to my father. 
Um, my father was a, a huge outdoorsman. He loved to uh, fish and uh, hunt, <laughs> um, probably fishing more than hunting. Uh, I went hunting with my father and my grandfather several times um, back in uh, Kansas and Nebraska, where they originally came from before moving out to California, Washington, well, Arizona, and then eventually California. Um, at his memorial, many people spoke about his incredible ability uh, as a fisherman. That that they would they had all these stories of going to lakes and different places where uh, no one was able to catch any fish, and then he was catching fish, and and uh, they you know everybody's like, what is this guy's secret? He just had this sort of innate ability uh, to do that, just like he did with music and seemingly everything else that he did. My father was. Uh, um, he was a character, and uh, he was all. As I mentioned, as you'll hear in in my words at the from the memorial, he was, uh, as I claim, sort of the originator of the dad joke. He loved to tell jokes. And he loved comics, and um, from the paper, like the comics are in the newspaper, weekly newspaper. Um, he loved doing pranks and and all kinds of things, and and uh, he loved to laugh, uh, which if you know me. <laughs> um, you could probably see where that came from also. So, um, yeah. So, uh, so I'm sure you can hear my voice. It's still, it's still pretty raw. Uh, it's hard this week. I went to the dentist and they're like wishing me happy father's day, which if you own a business or you work with people, uh, please tell people to stop wishing people happy father's day. I went to the grocery store earlier uh, this evening and, and the, you know, I don't have a wedding ring. I don't have kids with me. Like the ladies wishing me a happy father's day. It's like, uh, not everybody has their father. Not everybody has a good relationship with their father. Um, so if that's you, I'm thinking about you uh, today and this weekend and know that my heart is with you. And, uh, you know, Mother's Day has always been difficult for me. I really never got over the loss of my mother. And uh, I have a feeling it's going to be the same in a lot of ways with my father. You know, people say that there's, you know, you get closure over time. And, and I, I don't know that I really believe that, to be honest. Um, I think that you try to move on and that as things get in the rear view, they become a little easier to deal with. But, um, you know, I don't know if I want to get over, um, losses like that. I really don't. Um, my father, you know, he did the best that he could. Um, I think that, um, you know, when I was younger and my mother was in the convalescent home starting around third grade, um, I had, I would say, more of my father's attention and, um, you know, we were in Cub Scouts uh, together and and did a lot of um, things together. It was just sort of me and him against the world and then, you know, he got remarried um, and um, I got less of his attention. And over time, uh, you know, I think our relationship, as it often happens with people when they enter adolescence and high school, um, became difficult. And, um, you know, uh, I think it was a confusing time for me as well and, and hard. And then, um, you know, through my adult life, I wouldn't say that we were particularly close. I hadn't really seen my father actually in many, many years. Um, you know, I, was on, I moved to the other side of the country living in New Jersey and he continued to live in Seattle. And, um, so it was not without its difficulties. And um, 
through my separation and my divorce, we had actually grown quite a bit closer. My father had learned to text and would uh, text me late at night uh, with the time difference and, um, you know, write me encouraging notes about school and my grades and um, and uh, was a great source of help and encouragement to me uh, through that time. So, yeah, anyway, <laughs> I loved my father very much. And uh, if you have your father with you today, I would just encourage you um, to hold him close and to tell him you love him. And um, if you've got problems that exist between you, I would just really encourage you to to talk to your father. Just talk to him. Try try to figure it out. You know, I don't know what it is. I don't know what your situation is. Um, it may be that it's just too damaging for you. Um, if you've lost your father like I have, I, my heart goes out to you. And, um, I know this is raw and I'm uh, just going to cry on my podcast. So there you go. Um, I try to keep this as real as I can. And uh, this is about as real as it's going to get, I suppose. <laughs> but um, it's tempting to edit this or to try to clug myself um, or whatever, but I'm just not going to do it. Um, yeah, it is what it is. But um, yeah, I just encourage you uh if you're hearing this today or whenever you're hearing this, that, um, you know, the only thing that we have in life as I've learned painfully over the past few years is time. And, um, you know, you got to hold the ones that you love close and, uh, family's family as difficult as it is sometimes, uh, to deal with. And it's been difficult for me. And, um, you know, I would just encourage you, uh, Again, just to try to reach out and appreciate the time that you have because you never know when it's going to end. Anyway, <laughs> if you got through that, thanks. <laughs> um, I, you don't have to email me uh, and ask if uh, I'm okay or you're worried about me. I'm actually, uh, despite uh, what it may sound like on here, um, I'm actually doing pretty good. I've had a good couple of weeks and, um, it all started with going to see sick of it all with, uh, Chris Weibel and my, and Dan Richter and, um, had a really good day and, uh, you know, I'm thankful for their friendship and, and, um, uh, for friends like Joel Martin, Joel and Melanie Martin, who flew me to their house at Christmas, and and for friends like Mike and Tiffany Lewis, who flew me to Nashville for Thanksgiving, and um, just those people who have reached out uh, over the past year, and and um, who have prayed for me and reached out to me and sent me notes, and and I really, really am extremely grateful. And um, Sorry again for <laughs> the uh, rawness of this um, intro. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and, and play my words from the uh, memorial. Um, I was very nervous about speaking. I thought that I wasn't even going to make it through it. I sobbed through most of the memorial service. I couldn't get through any of the hymns uh, or anything. But um, uh, I, as you can hear, I'm 
gonna have a very difficult time saying much more um other than um you know if you're a father and you have kids today um be the best possible father that you can be and um know that it matters and uh i'm gonna leave you with these words about my father thanks for listening
and um, it solidified my love of music, which has continued through my entire life. Um, as promised, uh, a few stories about my father and his joking and pranks and whatever. I remember our house in Redondo Beach, my father, who's a lifelong Republican, uh, had a photo of Jimmy Carter that he had cut out of Rolling Stone magazine of Jimmy Carter and overall standing in a peanut field. And uh, he had written in his own pen, Dear Rich, thanks for all your help, Jimmy, and framed it and hung it on the wall. And he would proudly, anytime anyone would come to the house, the first thing he would do is take him to this room and go, look, my signed photo for, oh, really, what did you do for uh, Jimmy Carter? And, and so on and so forth. I remember years later, uh, he didn't want to take a quicker keeper in the seminary, and some of his uh, associates uh, took a picture of Barbara Streisand and, and, and inscribed it in Hebrew, I believe. And he had that framed in his office for many years uh, as a return sort of joke to him. Uh, I remember one uh, Thanksgiving I came home from the service and uh, he told this joke that uh, I didn't know it was a joke at the time, uh, but he, you may remember this. Uh, he uh, said, I had a dream last night that I was kissing a chicken. So that's oh, a really weird dream. And uh, yeah, he said, yeah, I woke up this morning, my throat was like a little scratchy, I don't know what happened, and he started coughing and he had torn up tissues that he had in his hand and he started to come out of his hand. But probably one of my personal favorites that my father used to do is, um, of course, he was a pull my finger guy. So he liked to pass wind, and uh, in keeping with his perfect pitch and uh, his musical abilities, he would say, Pull my finger, I would pull his finger, he would pass wind, and he'd go, Oh, B flat, you know, B flat, flat. Uh, pull my finger, you know, that's a C sharp or a D or whatever, you know the notes of this. Uh, he was right, I'm sure he was right. Um, but my dad's crowning achievement, as far as pranks go, uh, he was hired to play at a party, and I think it was somehow related to David's parents. David's parents had a party. And my father decided to make a good idea to wear a moon moon, which if you don't know what that is, it's sort of a folding, flowery gown that babies would wear in the 70s. Caroline has a and, Yeah, oh, sort of like Put your hand up. He donned the moon moon and uh, sunglasses and pretended to be a blind piano player for the entire party. Um, so he came and a great white blind piano player. He probably had a name or something, I don't know. <laughs> Um, but he played all night, pretending to be blind, stayed with the whole thing. <laughs> and um, he, loved, he loved to tell a story, which is why I know it so well. And there was a young girl that came up, and she was kind of tinking on the piano, on the keys at the end of the piano. And every once in a while, he'd just slap her hand. She was trying to figure out how this blind guy know that my hand was <laughs> Throughout the night, he'd just he'd come over, and he'd slap her hand, and just keep playing. You know, <laughs> that's something that I definitely Uh, his love of music, movies, his love of music, um, sports, of course, we went to many Angels games, Rams games, and uh, the sports thing didn't really catch on with me. Um, but ironically, Matt, my friend, is here. Um, I, maybe to the chagrin of my family, I sort of went into punk rock and other types of music, but, um, and had a pretty good career in music. And uh, our, one of our first rehearsals was down here in Kent in uh, Matt's basement. Um, so it's sort of strange and a full circle to return here for that. Um, one last thing I have to share with you is that I recently um, was thinking about this on the flight out from uh, New York. Uh, that recently got in trouble at work. Um, I work for Con Edison in, in New York City, and, and uh, we fill up our trucks with gas in this local gas station. And uh, I, I one time saw them just throw in the garbage. I said oh, they don't even care about the receipts; it doesn't even matter. So I started signing 
the guests received some different celebrity names. Gates Freely from Van Kiss, uh, different people. And the last one I signed is Elvis Presley. So I signed the guest release Elvis Presley. And a few days ago, we had a big meeting at work that the lady in accounting was very upset that someone was signing a dead person's name to the gas receipts. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt, I, as I've been reflecting on my father's life and our relationship, and um, you know, I'm sort of known for my laugh and, and humor and all that kind of stuff, I felt in some small way I was sort of uh, carrying on his uh, memory um, with my own pranking of my own. So <laughs> I thank you all for being here today to, to memorialize my father. There you have it. Um, hope you could hear that okay. I know it's not the best quality. It was recorded from the pews. And uh, that was my cousin Dylan and my cousin Rhonda that you uh, probably heard there. Um, but I'm thankful to have that. And uh, yeah, so hopefully you could hear some of that. And um, yeah, so <laughs> feels weird to say happy Father's Day. Uh, but happy Father's Day uh, to all of you or fathers out there. And um Hope that you can appreciate those that are around you uh, this weekend. Um, the music clip on today's show was Living Thing by Electric Light Orchestra from the album New World Record on Epic Records. The reason I have that clip on today's show is that my father loved ELO. Uh, we used to listen to ELO together um, along with a lot of other music during the late 70s uh, when I used to ride around with my father uh, in his car. And um, I can't listen to ELO without thinking about him. So... Um, other than that, thanks for listening and, uh, I'll be back next week with the new show. And, uh, until then keep up the good work. I'm proud of you.